Welcome to the Sunshine Podcast. This is the Sisters in the Spirit segment featuring Dorcas Williams. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sunshine Podcast. This is the Sisters in the Spirit segment with yours truly, Dorcas. And I want to get right into it. I want to talk today about remembering your vow. Remembering your vow. And I want to break it up into three uh, different areas. There's a whole lot of areas we made vows in, but I want to um, focus on three of them. Remembering your vow to God. Remembering your vow in the workplace, on the marketplace. And remembering your vow to your brothers slash sister. I know this is a sisters in the spirit segment, but I believe we got some brothers out there that may be listening, so we want to include you as well. And I found three definitions um, that will fit each category, so I want to read all three of them. Vow, a solemn promise. The number two, solemnly promise to do a specific thing. Number three, vow, dedicated to someone or something. And the first area I want to talk about is remember your vow to God. And we hear it all the time, believe me, that some of us probably have said it our own self. God, if you heal me, I'm coming to church. You made a vow to God because anybody that has been sick does not like sickness, does not like everything that comes with it. I can tell you, even myself, I don't like to be sick, don't like to be in the hospital, don't like needles, don't like to be cut off, don't like pain, period. My sisters can tell you I have zero tolerance of pain. So being sick is a thing that we don't want, and we do anything to get a healing. So we make this vow to God. God, if you heal me, I'll start coming to church. But once God heals you, once he gives you what you ask for, holding you to your word, that you're going to do what you say. You're going to come to church. But every Sunday, first Sunday, no show. Second Sunday, no show. Third, fourth, fifth Sunday, if it's a fifth Sunday in the month, no show. Three months into God healing you, no show. But you made your vow to God. Lord, if you hear me, I'm coming to church. God, if you bless me, I'm going to pay my tithes. First Sunday, oh, I ain't got it today. Next time you get paid, I ain't got it today. Next time you get paid, oh, I just ain't got it today. You know these bills. But you promise God, if he bless you, if he work it out, if he'll make a way for you to have financial freedom or financial success, you will pay your bills. That's what you told God. Do you know how blessed the church would be? The church won't even have to worry about money, how to um, rent and stuff on the day. If everybody who made their vow would pay their tithes, pay their offer, the pastor won't have to worry about how it's going to get done this month. If, you, if everybody they made their vow, keep it. Do you know how much money will be in the church bank account right now? And the last thing is a whole lot I can say, but I don't want to keep it too long. Lord, 
if you'll give me another chance, I'll get saved. And the Lord gives us opportunity after opportunity to come to him. Come to him. First Sunday. Oh, I don't want to be saved right now. Next Sunday. I don't want to do it right now. The next Sunday. I don't want to do it right now. You're never ready. But you told God if he bring you out, if he work it out, that you will give your life over to him. But you're continuing to go another path. You're continuing to live that life that you want to live. And we got this thing now, can't nobody judge me. But I want to disagree with that because the Bible does say judgment begins at the house of prayer. And telling the truth is not judging. You made a commitment to God. You made a vow to God. And when we and when God makes his promises to us, we expect God to hold on to it. And God feels that same way about us. When you tell him if he heals you, you're gonna come to church. God is expecting that out of you. He's looking for you to keep your promise, keep your promise, hold up the end of your end of the bargain. Especially when it comes to money. Lord, if you bless me, I'm gonna pay my tithes. He's looking for that 10%. He's not even asking you for all of it. He's just asking for 10%. Lord, if you give me another chance, I get saved. Do you know how packed the church would be if everybody who said that they come to church would actually come? Would actually do it? Oh, I'm coming back to church. I'm coming back to church. I'm going to start doing more for the Lord. Remember your vow because God is holy. Time ain't long as it has been. We need to get busy like never before. We need to be doing all we can, as the songwriter said, do all we can for the Lord. Because time ain't long as it has been. In the work and in the marketplace, when you signed up for a job, you committed to something. You committed to being on time. You committed to doing your job the best of your ability. You commit to being the best worker they but ever hire, they won't regret hiring you. And when you make those commitments, they're looking for you to hold it up. My parents always said something and it stuck with me, even in my adulthood, don't have people waiting on you. If you're supposed to be at that job at seven, you can't arrive at seven and get started at seven. You have to arrive early. It bothers me when people say, oh, I'm always late. You have no integrity about your time. You have no integrity about being on time. You don't care about anybody else or wasting daytime. Somebody that has been there before you've been there all night and you don't want to be on time so that they can get off on time, especially when you're relieving somebody. I know what it's like when we used to work at Publix and they say cashiers can't leave until they relief gets there. And it bugs me that people show up 15, 20, 30, and an hour minutes late. And I'm sitting here waiting on you. I've been on my feet all day, been, had to get up early in the morning sometimes. Some people have to get up early to get to work on time, been out all day, and now have to 
stay and wait on you because you can't commit to being on time. Remember your vow. In the marketplace, the marketplace is not for everybody. Because everybody want to be in the marketplace, everybody want to talk about the marketplace, everybody want to be in business, but everybody is not business wise. When you commit to doing a service, and when you sign that contract, people are holding you to your vow that you made in this contract. When you sign your name on the dotted line, say, yes, I'll do this and this and so. I'll be there at program starts at 4 o'clock. I'll be there at 30 minutes early. Coming on 3.30, you're not there. Coming on 4 o'clock, you're not there. Oh, I'm running late. I got stuck in traffic. Another lesson my parents always told us, leave early because you never know what you're going to run up on on the highway. Don't get on the highway speeding. Don't get on the highway rushing in a hurry. Leave early when you know you got to be somewhere. And when you know you got to be somewhere, arrive on time. Arrive alive. We have got to get committed if we're going to be in the marketplace. We have got to get committed if we're going to do business. Because people are holding you to a standard when you sign that contract. And you don't want to be the business that they say, don't go to them. Because they don't show up. They don't do what they say. They don't return product. They don't get product like they say. You don't want to be that business. And I know sometimes when it comes to business, you can't please everybody because some things people are just picky about. But when you know that you have done your best, then you have nothing to worry about. But when you're not doing your best, you don't answer phone calls, your phone goes dead, you go meet MIA missing in action. No, it's time to do better. Remember your vow. Remember your vow on the job and in the marketplace. If you're gonna do business, do it the right way. Do it with integrity, do it with character. Remember your vow. And lastly but not leastly, your brother and your sister. We hear it all the time. If you need me, call me. I'll be there. And we got to be careful with this statement because if you know you're busy, don't even make that statement. Like right now, I know in a few minutes I got to leave and go to Boston. So if somebody call me and tell me that they have a black tire, I'm not going to tell them if you need me, call me when I know that I'm committed to going to Boston to handle some business. If I know I got to go to work, I'm not going to tell you if you need me, call me because I'm committed to my job. I will say if you need me to send somebody, I'll think of somebody if you need some money. If I had it, that's an if, if I had it and I could spare it, I will send it. But don't make that commitment if you need me, call me. And then when they call you, ask you, can you help out or can you do this or something? Well, I got to go pick up Joe, and then I got to go pick up Bobo, and then I got to go see about Coco, and you make all of these excuses, but you told me if I need you, call me. As my sister, as my brother, 
especially when you're in a desperate need, I hold you to that. Because there comes a time when we need each other. There comes a time when we need each other to pray, when we need each other, not just to eat, not just even spiritual, when you need to borrow something for somebody. And we need you to hold your end of the bargain up when you need people to be there in the marketplace, when you need people to do and go and help out. When you people say that they'll lend a helping hand, you are looking for them to do it. Because you never know, people just might be in a need. They might just be in a tight situation. And when you give your word, people are holding you to it. When you commit to something, when you commit to preaching an engagement, when you commit to being on an event, people are holding you to be on time, back to timing. Be on time, not walking in late. Y'all, excuse me. I just running a little late. You know, these children and my husband and all this kind of stuff. No, we got to get our priorities in order. Because when you're late, you're holding everybody else up. Especially when you're the first one on the program. When you're the first one to be doing something. When you're not on time, you hold everybody else up. So, when you say, if you need me, call me. Be available. We don't have a lot of available people as it is. But when you make a commitment to make yourself available to somebody, hold, hold true to your vow. Be available. And if there's certain times that you could be available, let them know. I could be available this, that, and the third, that time, that time, that time. Because we understand that people are busy. People have lives. But again, when you make yourself available, people are holding you to that. We know people are busy. We know things happen. But things don't happen every day and every time. Don't make up an excuse just to not do. Don't make up an excuse just to back out when you gave your word. Again, people are holding you to your word. People are looking for you to be on post. People are looking for you to do your job. And every time when something comes up, the cat ran the dog up the tree, oh, uh, this, that, the third is going on, and oh, some people just, just, just make up a lie. Ain't nothing going on, but they just make it up a lie, just to say, just to back up. Just tell the truth if you don't want to. Just say I don't want to. And as a matter of fact, be honest up front, because you committed, you owe an explanation when you don't show up, when you don't do. So remember your vow. And lastly but not least, I want to tell you, don't let people talk you out of your vow. <laughs> don't let people talk you out of your vow because they will do it. I know 
people will discourage you, especially when you're committed to a certain group of people that is not popular in the community, that is not popular to um, the church world. Oh, why you hanging out with them? Why you doing that with them? You don't need to do that. And people will pressure you until you drop your commitment, until you drop your vow. But you got to be bold enough to be able to stand on your own two feet and say, no, this is my commitment. This is my commitment to this assignment, and I'm going to stay on this assignment unless the Lord says something different. And it's not all the time that the Lord is saying, quit a thing. A lot of times we want to use God as an excuse to break our vow. Don't do that either. Because a lot of times God is not telling you to close that door. God is not telling you to walk away. Is people telling you to walk away or is you yourself feeling pressure? Come from under that pressure today. Stand up bold to the enemy. Stand up bold to people that's telling you to walk away from your commitment. Telling, telling you to walk away from your uh, assignment on your job. So many people are having problems on their jobs and they say, oh child, I wouldn't do that and I wouldn't commit to that. But you made a vow. Sometimes you need to stand still. Sometimes you need to close your mouth on your job and do what those folks ask you to do. All they asking for you is to commit to what you signed. You even signed the contract on your job, saying that I know what time I'm supposed to be here, I know my job assignment, I know what I'm supposed to do. And when they remind you of what you're supposed to do, you want to say, oh, they got an attitude that they talking to me all kind of ways. No. Sometimes you just need to be checked when you're not doing what you're supposed to do, when you're not arriving on time. And a lot of people don't like to be checked. A lot of people don't like to be told, you know, what they're supposed to do. But when it comes down to commitment, do not let people talk you out of your vow that you committed to your job, to the marketplace, to God and even to your brother and sister. Don't let people talk you out of it. Remember your vow. A solemn promise, a solemnly promise to do a specific thing, dedicated to someone or something. When you make that vow, keep that promise. Promise to do it, do it. Promise to give it, give it. If you're dedicated to something or someone, an assignment, do it. We understand things happen, but it don't happen every day and every time. If you don't want to, just say up one. I don't want to. I'm moving on. Don't even put God in. Don't even say the Lord. Oh, the Lord moving me to a new direction. No, you just don't want to do it. Just say I don't want to do it. I'm, I'm, you know, just want to move on to better things, and you know, I just want to relinquish, relinquish my stand. Don't add nobody in it. Don't add God in it. Just relinquish your stand. But at the end of the day, 
keep that vow. Because people are holding you to it. And at the end of the day, God is holding you to it. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunshine Podcast, the Sisters in the Spirit segment. We hope that you enjoy it. Until October, we'll see you next time.